You're listening to the Kilcullen Diary Podcasts. Stories in sound from a village grown bigger. Hello, I'm Brian Byrne. You're listening to one of a short series of podcasts commissioned for the Climate Action Weekend organised by the Kildare Public Participation Network. In this episode, I'm talking to two men in Kilcullen who are showing innovation in passive home building. It's a time of growing urgency about reducing the country's overall carbon emissions. Running the nation's homes is responsible for a significant chunk of these. And everyone agrees that there should be a big emphasis on building homes that are passive in energy consumption or can even be net energy producers. Two men in Kilcullen are providing houses that are of the highest BER rating and virtually neutral in terms of energy inputs. Passive Housing Limited was set up by Matt Dooley and Mark Cooper two years ago to carry on with the business established by Matt's late cousin Frank. Frank had been importing modular timber houses from Poland when he came across a well-established system there which provides preformed house kits made from polystyrene. Matt Dooley takes up the story. What it is is a EPS, which is a expandable polystyrene formwork is what our, our build is. So it's solid insulation throughout the house. In other words, the walls from the foundation up to the roof. It comes from 300 mil thick to 1400 mil at the shoulder to 700 mil at the, the apex. And the whole structure is formed like that. How did you find it? It came by accident via Frank Dooley originally. Uh, Frank was a bit of an innovator, wasn't he, in his time? Yeah. And he used to bring in log cabins from Poland and his contact in Poland came to him with this product and showed it to him and Frank looked at it and said, that's amazing. Frank went out to have a look at it. Went out there and brought out a couple of engineers with him and they said they never sounded like it. When, when Frank brought it in here, uh, it was back in 2012 and he was very, very lucky in the first client that he got. It was a lady up the road and uh, Kim had spent 10 years in Germany and had seen the innovative ways the Germans had moved forward, they were way ahead of us. So when uh, Frank first promoted this product, she was the first client in the door and uh, she was totally sold on it. It was a three bedroom bungalow they built up there in Halverstown. So she's living there eight years now, without any issues, any problems. It's delighted to show it away to anyone. And that's actually the photos you see on our, our um, website and everything like that. And then after that, um, he got another house in uh, Timahoe because of the fact uh, there was no heating requirements in it. That's really what sold to her. And so she built a one-bedroom house for herself there. And then from there, unfortunately, that's when uh, illness hit Frank. When, when that actually happened then, I was in the process of buying a old two-story house from the county council in Wicklow, at the time in Donard and Wicklow. And it was through Frank and myself that we went with the idea of doing our extension on my house of this new build. And it was the first time that the company had ever done a two-story extension. So we were the first of that design. And we knew their engineers could do it. So what uh, I've built that now, and I'm in it since 2016. And no issues, fantastic build. The exceptional insulation of the homes from passive housing is a major element of how energy efficient they are. 
For those who still like to have options, eco-efficient energy systems can be provided, including underfloor heating powered by a heat pump, solar panels and similar eco-tech. But in practice, given that Ireland's weather is overall milder than in continental Europe, these will hardly be noticeable in the cost of running the home, especially if the site is facing the right way, as Mark Cooper notes. If you orientate the house correctly, south-facing with very little uh, windows on the north side, you gain you gain the solar gain for the whole for the whole day, and the house keeps on heat and is renewed by a, a, an MHRV system. That's mechanical heat recovery and ventilation, and that takes in the fresh air and expels the, the stale air. And on the way, it goes to a heat exchanger. So the fresh air coming in is, is renewed yep. and you have about 98% efficiency in one of those. You're, you're keeping the heat in the house. But and you're getting the fresh air. Yeah, but you're getting the fresh air. So the fresh air is warmed up coming in. There's another advantage with the system. Because the actual structure is so much lighter than the traditional concrete-based homes in Ireland, a more simple concrete raft foundation is used. This is especially useful for land which otherwise might not be possible to build on. Matt Dooley explains. People might have land, been given land, and they can't build on it because they're putting as much money into the foundation, trying to find solid foundation as they would have above ground. But with this build, because there's uh, no weight structure to, to uh, uh, speak of, it's a raft foundation, so the, the weight is spread out completely, and then we build above that. So that's one of the big advantages we have, you know, especially here in Ireland. The polystyrene elements are structural, knitting together at the roof in a Roman arch-type curve that results in an exceptionally strong core building. Matt Dooley's own house is perched on a hillside in Dunard and has easily withstood the heavy storms of recent years. When one of the homes provided by Passive Housing Limited is completed, it generally won't be noticeable as anything special. Wall finishes, roof, any preferred cladding can be used. But during the early days of construction, when the preformed structural units are put together on site, hens will turn. Matt Dooley again. And even the roof structure um, fascinates people because it comes pre-grooved, right? And we put the insert battens into it, they're glued into it, and then they're meshed and rendered over it. So the whole thing is, is enveloped in this mesh and render. Now the render or the mesh comes from the concrete base, it's inserted in the concrete base and then it's rolled up along the sides and the, uh, it's rendered into the mesh into the side of it and the battens are underneath it. Then the, the roof comes along and he counter battens them and after that then it's just like a normal, a normal roof. Issues are when it's being constructed that's when you get the questions rather than afterwards it looks like a perfectly normal house. And what about what about the costing, Mark? Is is it more expensive to build? Is it less expensive to build? Or is it the same? It works out in or around the same as conventional build, but the standard is much higher. If you were to go for our standard build in in conventional build, it'd be much dearer to do a conventional build. So it's much cheaper than a passive in conventional. But we our our build is working out around the same as conventional build at the moment, and the quality of the build is much higher. A typical issue with building in the traditional way in Ireland is delays due to weather. The chances are that rain will slow down building and it may take considerable time before the inside trades can get working under a weatherproof structure. 
For the polystyrene building, which comes in preformed sections to whichever of several designs that are available, getting to the dry stage is much quicker. Mark Cooper again. You do the base in a, in a couple of weeks, which is stand house in what, three, four days for a bungalow, and then after that it's up to as quick as you can get into people inside to, to do the to do the insides. But you have you could have a watertight within a, a week once you have the base done. You'd have a watertight within a week. So that lets the internal trades come in much, much quicker. For the inside trades, for your plumbing, for your electrical, for everything else, is that already organised within the, 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 the building of the polystyrene a factory? Or do, no, they, do no. they cut into it? No, we cut, it, we cut into it. Right. That's all cut into it. The plumbing doesn't have to be cut into it. Be any plumbing is in first fixed in the base, and then the rest will be in the stud walls. Some, at some places you may have to... You may have to groove uh, in for the, the electrics. Uh, the one thing we need to do, we need, we need to put in groundings, if we land lights or anything like that into the polystyrene, we, we try to get in groundings, so it's important that we know those things first. But when you're on the internal walls, they're, they're just standard internal walls, so there's not, a, there's not a problem there at all. The designs from Passive Housing do have component restrictions because they're modular, but within these, virtually any size of house or indeed commercial building, is possible. At the moment, Matt and Mark have commissions for homes in several parts of the country. Up to this, they haven't considered their system in terms of housing developments, but the late Frank Dooley had his own particular vision here. Matt Dooley. Frank, Lord Mercer, um, always used to say to us, it would be very good as a retirement village yeah. to set up. And he always had this vision of doing a small enclave of houses and having in the middle of it a nursing station, a, a meeting room, a kind of coffee place that they all could come out all day and but he says to be in, in, inside an enclosed protected area and I thought it was a great, great vision. So I can see it starting that way first before it goes down the road of a, a normal housing state as we would understand it nowadays. Do, do you have any interest at all expressed from any local authority directly? None whatsoever. We did do an open day when we had the house here in Kilcullen. Just we we did an open day in February just before lockdown, and we sent it to all the councils, and none of them turned up. No, not one county councillor, yeah. not one council councillor, and they were all got a email. Everybody got, everybody got them, and there was a feature on us in the Irish Independent, and not one council picked it up and rang us. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know? and there was a big feature on us, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? on the, on the, on the property section of the Irish Independent, and yeah. not, one, not, one, not one of the councils even bothered to, to come out to look at it. Does that disappoint you? Majorly, yeah. doesn't surprise me. This disappoints me, though. Mark Cooper there, expressing the disappointment of both men about what seems to be a lack of interest at local authority level in a system that arguably is at least part of the future of climate action in the construction of homes and other buildings. It begs a number of questions. Are we too set in our concrete ways in Ireland, and if so, why? Do those who make decisions at local authority and government level really want to think outside the box? Are we all scared to be different? And this short podcast is not designed to find all the answers, or to fully detail the possibilities. It's just an example of innovation at a small local level, which should be the subject of much larger conversations. I hope some of you listening will become part of those.
I'm thankful to Matt and Mark for taking the time to talk to me and to the Kildare Public Participation Network for asking me to do this small series. Climate action is not for other people, it's for all of us. It's not for tomorrow, it's for now, so that we have a tomorrow. I'm Brian Byrne, this is Kilcullen Diary. Thanks for listening.